following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got an exciting show for you today, a bunch of brand new music you have not heard before, and we've got the fabulous Lyndon Ashby coming on in just a little bit. I'm very excited about it because I'm a big fan. And before we get started, I know Ron doesn't know who he is, <laughs> but before we get, but you'll be impressed with his resume. But before we get started, let me introduce that fabulous, crazy, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Well, that was me. In the past. Now I'm going to be very chic and sophisticated, intelligent and fabulous, like Johnny Carson. Because I have my dogs walking underneath my feet <laughs> and they're knocking our wires out. Um, it seems that certain networks objected to my behavior last week on the show with the gentleman that had the enormous penis. See, I can be sophisticated. There you go. Anyway, and I'd like to clear up a matter. I made jokes about W4CY's equipment, referring to it as old junk and stuff. That's my sense of humor. Uh, I really hope that none of you believed it or thought it was the truth. Uh, W4CY was a little upset about it. Their equipment is fine. When you cannot see us, it's their... What is it, Jimmy, that they go to somewhere? That's whoever, the third-party person. The third-party person is the person that's to blame. And as far as Dean goes, I love Dean. You know, I tease the hell out of him uh, because that's what Dean and I do. Dean is like, uh, what's his name? Howard Stern. So it's like Howard Stern meets Ron Russell, and it's quite a, a dilemma when it does happen. So I just want all of you to know that W4CY is probably the leading tower station. Internet. Uh, that internet station that sends out the very best shows. So there we go. And? Wait, I'm not finished. Oh. As far as my language goes, I'm sorry, CBS, if you're offended, but I will not use that sort of language anymore. I intend to be proper. You can use darn it and dang it. No, I'm it. not <laughs> using darn it or, or any of those stupid <laughs> phrases. I'm going to use 12-letter words only. Okay, what's a 12-letter word? I can't say it. It's vulgar. Oh. <laughs> What's up? So we also want to say hello to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Vulgar 12-letter words. I can't wait to hear what that is. Well, I'll tell you in private. <laughs> Can we get one? How do you do, Chad? Chad's so got a cold. Yeah. Oh, Chad, how sad. How nice to see you. I hear from you again, Chad. It's going to be a delightful show, isn't it? I don't know if I like this Ron Russell. 
Oh, yes, this is Ron Russell in private world. I'm just chic, fabulous. I'd like to talk about my shirt. They like the way, just the way you are, Putana, it says. <laughs> who, who said that? That was good, goddess. And hold on, we want to give a hello out to everybody in the chat room. <laughs> so we've got in the chat room, everybody, we want to welcome the chat room. We've got Irish Ginger from the Irish uh, Ginger Irish Show. And it's the Irish Ginger Show, Fridays at 4 p.m. on W4CY Radio. We've got guest chase. We have Chinzia. We have Czar Drew. Hello, Drew. Thank you so much, you and Danae, for the beautiful roses that you guys sent. We've of got, which I will talk about soon. We have Jimmy from the Aquarius View, you guys. The Aquarius View magazine. It's uh, news in music, fashion, movies, TVs, books, arts, and radio. Check it out. It's the, the AquariusView.com. Um, I don't want to leave anybody out. I don't know who else. A goddess. Did I say hello? Yeah, goddess Putana. We have goddess. goddess. And, she called uh, me a Putana. Dia and Willa and whoever's in the chat room. Chat, I don't know who you are in the chat room, but everybody, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. We're going to have a really good time today. Now, let me do my compliments. Years and years ago when America was normal and we weren't killing each other and we loved each other and we weren't on Facebook insulting each other, and we were not doing the things that they're doing to the elect presidents today back then. You wouldn't dare do this to John Kennedy, call his wife a tramp, and, and show nude pictures of Jacqueline Kennedy. We, we, we just didn't do it because it wasn't proper. Today, what they do with poor Hillary Clinton, calling her a lesbian, now the new thing is, is that President Obama smokes marijuana every day as a cigarette. Now, do we really need a president who's loaded? No wonder he's so happy and so loving of everybody. <laughs> and when he goes around the world, he's kissing ass to be peaceful because he's stoned out of his bird. Not to mention Donald Trump, who swears that we will be on the moon in a couple of days where he will live and rule this country from. All of that nonsense has got to stop. I keep saying it every week. Respect people. Uh, people should be respected no matter what their political, religious, or sexual beliefs are. We must learn to respect one another and not insult each other. People find it so easy to be nasty and insult and be rude and crude and vulgar and creepy, but it's so difficult to be nice and kind and loving in this world that we live in today. Which brings me to Drew King. And my loving friend, Danae King, who is also the fabulous Lisa Loren. Liz Loren. What is her name? Liz Loren. Oh, I, only know Zarya, her. Zarya. I only know I only know her a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> Liz Loren, who is a fabulous uh, female impersonator. She's probably, in my opinion, the best, the most beautiful, and the most beautifully dressed. I mean, she only wears designer clothes, real women's designer clothes. Uh, and her, or her hair is always beautiful and her makeup is perfect. And she's always a lady. Well, she's really a tramp, but she, be, she pretends to be a lady. Um, Danae and Drew sent us or sent to Jimmy and me the most beautiful two dozen pink roses. Beautiful. A box of candy. But the best of all the three things was the card. They wrote in the card just fabulous about our friendship. I've been friends with Danae now for over 11 years. Uh, Jimmy's been helping Drew out a little bit with his social media. And of course, I always talk about DMK, Danae Montebuke. King. You guys know Drew, too. Introduce yourselves. He's in the chat room. He's Zar Drew. And on That's Twitter, Zar he's Zar Drew. And actually, if you want to see Liz Loren, how beautiful she is, follow at Zarina Liz Loren. 
L-I-Z-L-O-R-E-N on Twitter. But remember, she peels that all off at night, and what's underneath you would never want to see. <laughs> oh, trust me. She's an old lady. When she takes out her upper and lower teeth, she's bald. She, <laughs> yeah, hasn't, right. any, she hasn't any eyebrows or eyelashes. Her face is you're like... You're talking about those people writing nasty things on Facebook you're about to get. Well, <laughs> Liz Lauren... No, let me tell you something. Liz Lauren and I love each other. And we go back and forth. There's what is called dishy queens. We do this. People love it. Um, it's fun. Uh, we, we just see who could outrank each other, but it's never evil or mean because, because we love each other. So it's just fun. But anyway, as I was saying, her legs unscrew. Remember I talked about it last <laughs> week? No, they do. But she has to have her legs re-threaded because she has them up and wide so much that she wore out the threads, as I said last week. But anyway, we loved the Roses boys, and I'm going to call Liz I tried to call her, but she text messaged me back that she was exhausted and she couldn't take the phone call. <laughs> I mean, talk about a prima donna. This one, I want to choke when I see her. She couldn't. It was, she was just too exhausted to take my call. Talk about a fairy. Oh, anyway, um, I will call the boys and so will Jimmy and we will thank them. Now, what I'm wearing is a fabulous jersey that our very dear friend, Michael... Um, what the hell is his last name? <laughs> I don't. When I'm trying to be normal, I can't. It's so exhausting being normal. I Michael to, Damien. Michael Damien. You know who has that fabulous movie out? High Strong, which is here. High Strong sent me this comfortable jersey. It's terrific. I'm going to turn around and show you the back. I don't think they could see us. They today. can't see it now. Oh, I'll you can't see it. You'll see it. But, but go ahead and say it because they'll see it on the. On, you'll see on it on Roku. our television show, right? Let me turn around. So it says High Strong on the back, you guys, with a number eight. And you guys, High Strong is coming out on video that you can actually buy the DVDs on August 2nd. You can download it now and watch it everywhere. I used to do that joke, by the way, when I did my drag show, you know, my nightclub act. I used to tell the audience, well, not too many of you out there know me. But if I turn around, and I used to turn around and bend over, I said, everybody knows me. And that used to get a big laugh. But it doesn't work. <laughs> You know, you have, it, it's one of those jokes that you have to work it. You know, you show it. Anyway, this is the new, not the new Ron, but this is the real Ron. This is how I am in my real life. That's why nobody likes me. Actually, and I though, he drops so many F-bombs in his real life, too, though. No, I don't. Oh, never. Um, <laughs> yeah, never. Pe people that know I me. got roses yesterday, and he had a heart attack. <laughs> why did I never had a heart attack? Who sent you roses? Oh, well, I didn't. <laughs> Well, I, a big, big box comes full of pink roses with Jimmy Starr's name on the label, not mine, Miss Liz Bitch. But, um, you know, who I got, sent you roses? I said, who sent you roses? And I was hysterical until he opened the box and I read the card. I said, where's the card? Where's the card? And I read the card. And I said, oh, okay. It's from Danae or from and it Drew was and Danae. <laughs> But boy, and you the guys, did I get the third degree? Well, Who do you know? <laughs> well, goddess, what if your boyfriend got a box of roses? What? No, what if you you got a box of roses and your boyfriend was there? What would he do? He'd probably smack you all over the room before you even got a chance to open them. <laughs> goddess, answer. I even told him that he could uh, he could even open them. I well, like, no, I no. figured maybe it's one of his tricks on the side that was, and then it was yeah. thanking him, thanking you very much. I said, what the hell did you do that you got thanked so much? Anyway, because I mean, I would never thank him after we have sex. God, no, please. I say next. That's not nice. <laughs>
<laughs> I know. Also, you guys can't see. I just see. had to be a little bit of me. You guys can't. You can be you anyway. You no, guys, I can't. Uh, oh, Goda says she used to get them all the time in the office, but she gives them away before she goes home. <laughs> yeah, other, otherwise, you'd get, otherwise, you'd get a good beating, and deservingly so. <laughs> That was funny. So you guys can't see right now, but I chopped off all my blonde dyed hair, and so now I have like GI Joe haircut and uh, back to and its gray. And he looks so good. I look kind of butch. And, and I uh, got a haircut. Now I look like a Tab Hunter or Pat Boone, God forbid. My wild, groovy look is gone. I'm going conservative in my hair comb. Also, I look like James Bond from hundred years ago. That's good. That's a good look. I like that look. Isn't it nice? Very sophisticated because that's what I am now, sophisticated. I'm no longer that vulgar, crazy, insane person. Yes. That some people out there say object to, to. Say say hi to Chinzi, yeah? Oh, my cousin's thrilled that I'm normal now because she was ashamed of me. No, she's not ashamed. Yes, she was with all my crappy, vulgar stuff. In other words, I represent part of the family. I know, the Putana part. <laughs> I like that Putana thing. I mean, my, my grandmother <laughs> what and... Putana means like bitch? No, it means whore. Oh, whore, okay. My grandmother and Chinzana's grandfather were brother and sister. Okay. And we come from Verona, Italy, outside of Venice. Northern Italians, very chic, fabulous, educated, and well-spoken. Oh. We're not Southern Italians like Sicilians who aren't really even Italian. Or Neapolitans, those people we consider, you know, to be farmers. She says she's never ashamed of you, so there. I know that. I just have to say that because it gives me like a story. Oh. <laughs> it gives me something to talk about. Meanwhile, I want to get to Palm Springs so bad, and we're not able to sell our house. Isn't that sad? Yet. Yet. Because we had a terrible, terrible real estate broker. Terrible. He didn't do a thing. I mean, and Keller, was it, what was it, Kellerman? Keller Williams? Was it Keller Williams? I, I don't even know the name of this stupid company. I don't know, but either anyway, way. Anyway, Keller Williams, I think, I don't go for. I should have gone with Remax because Remax, everybody normal uses. Um, the people that came just didn't do what they were supposed to do. The, the, the agents never left cards, and they're supposed to leave a card so we know them in case... You but know, we're whatever. lucky because our contract with them ends on Saturday. Saturday. And then we're going to go on the market by owner and reduce the house $20,000. And I think that should do it because now it's like the buy of the century. I mean, this house, 20, what's that? That's your picture. Somebody took a picture of your shirt. Oh, good. Now you see my stupid haircut. But so we, if we reduce this house $20,000, which we will, because that's the $20,000 we would have had to give the realtor, which is a little ridiculous. Considering that he didn't do anything. Considering they don't do anything. All he does is, oh, he's a creep. Because all he did, I told him, I said, listen, uh, what was his name, Josh? Scott, what was his name? Uh, he's so unimportant. Justin Gall. Justin Gall. I forgot who he was because he's so unimportant. He came dressed beautifully in a suit with a tie and a white shirt, and I was impressed. And I said, oh, that's good. I'm glad because most realtors look like they just, you know, dug up a cesspool. But you look good, and I would be happy to go with you. But let me tell you something. I've sold about 14 homes in my life, oh, plus an apartment in Manhattan. So I'm very savvy about real estate. And I'd like all of you out there to hear this and know this and learn from it. They will sign you up if you ask a million dollars for your house and your house is worth 10000 They will sign you up and tell you, oh, yes, we will sell it. 
just to get your signature. Then once they sign, they wait a week or two and they say, you know what, you're really too high. We would like to sell your house for $9,000. We know it will sell them because you'll be priced right. I don't care for that sort of lying baloney. And that's been going on for years. So I told this young man, I said, listen, buddy, I do not want that to happen. You see the price we're listing the house for? It's, first of all, it, it's, it's a townhouse. It's not a, a freestanding house. It's a townhouse. We were asking $320,000, which is cheap as shit anyway. And that there is cheap. It should be going for almost four or five with what we did to it. Anyway, um, don't pull that on me. Well, sure enough, two weeks later, he says, Ron, <laughs> he said, I think we should go down 20000 I said, that's good. Let's take it off your commission. Well, his, he, he went dead ear. He didn't hear yeah, what I said. Yeah, he didn't repeat that I one. said, did you hear me? I need a reaction or have you fainted? I said, let's take it off your end because $20,000 to sell our home is a bit much when you don't do anything. We do all the work. We have to turn all the lights on in the house, make the beds, clean it, make sure it's gorgeous, which it usually always is. But the sad thing is we have to take the dogs with us and put them in the van and drive around like lunatics wasting time while the dolls are in here looking in my drawers, opening the refrigerator. What the hell has that got to do with buying a house? If I look at a house, I never open people's drawers or cabinets or refrigerator. That I would do maybe on the second showing when I was really serious about buying it. I would look in the refrigerator to see what it holds, not what the people are buying. Absolutely. So anyway, <clears throat> I hate selling homes. People are so crazy. When people come to buy a house, the last lady that came, she came with that woman from what agency? Good uh -huh. agency. The last lady it was that a came, good agency. The, 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 Sotheby's. Sotheby's. Now, Sotheby's is a class act. And the woman came in, and I said to Jimmy, you know what? I'm not leaving the house. Screw this. They don't know the things that we've done to it, the construction we've done, how I knocked down walls and rearranged. And what we, I mean, we made it magnificent from an ordinary nothing. We turned it into a Manhattan-looking uh, townhouse. And I came in at the very end, and the lady said, oh, I love your home, and your furniture is so beautiful. Oh, I, and she's walking around talking about my furniture. Where did you get this? Where did you get that? What the hell am I, a furniture salesman? Lady, do you want my house? The furniture doesn't come with it, and I don't either. Anyway, <clears throat> she loved the furniture. She loved the house. And there she went, gone with the wind. So they're all nuts that come in here. Another lady wanted to know, could I put a fence around the property for my dogs? I said, absolutely. She said, all these woods in, this, in the winter, do you see other homes? Lady, we're on a mountain. <laughs> Didn't you get it when you drove up and you got a nosebleed? Didn't you get it, lady? We live at the top of a mountain. <laughs> and if you go beyond those trees, you fall into the valley. <laughs> Where there is a freeway and the cars will run you over and you will be roadkill? Don't you get it, stupid woman? Don't you know where you are, dizzy dame? Anyway. So I told her, yes, you can put a fence. I don't like fences. I don't like gated communities with guards either. I've lived in them and I hate them. I'm, I don't want to be the prisoner behind gates. Put the prisoners behind gates and let me have my freedom. Goddess says she had to give up all her furniture when she sold her house. She sold all the furniture with it to get, oh, to, I, get him to buy look, the I house. Have, I, are you crazy? You know whose furniture I've got? Please. 
<laughs> Please. I've been collecting furniture. I'm a nut. I, <laughs> I have all Maitland Smith. <laughs> Hello. Actually, the furniture's worth more than that. <laughs> it, it's true. My di my dining room table. I it listed for thirteen thousand dollars. No chairs, just the table. It's a leather, Roman style, hand cut Maitland Smith table. I didn't pay that because I'm not crazy. There was a place in Florida. Oh, uh, this is furniture crazy too. Hang on though. We we have to. I have to ask. Chad wait, a wait, I'll go quick. All right. There's a, there's a furniture place in Florida that bought everything at high point and sold it cheaply. I paid 5000 for the table. So that was good because Ralph Lauren for the same size table gets about 20000 Anyway, we haven't sold yet, but we're going to do it. I'm going to film it myself and put it to voice and uh, talk about it, and it'll be on YouTube. So if anybody's nosy and snoopy and you want to see how mega superstars live, then go on YouTube, and you could see our home. And if you know anybody that wants to live in boring Pennsylvania, you know, amongst the, the woods and the trees, we have deer that come up to the house. We have fox. We have every shit and thing. I mean, it's like living with the, I don't know who I feel like. Who's that little cartoon that lived in the woods? Um, Somebody lived in the woods. Anyway, we live in the woods, in the wood. But below us is a beautiful big city of Doylestown, which is a beautiful town. Okay. And the taxes are four thousand a year, which you cannot beat. I mean, that's a joke. Four thousand. Most taxes are ten to twenty thousand. So it's a very beautiful uh, community. No swimming pool. No no clubhouse. No golf. None of that jazz. I don't care for that stuff. I like privacy. And this is what we have: we're the corner unit, the end townhouse, and we are totally private, wow. surrounded by God woods. She used to live in Pittsburgh. That's cool. No, oh, Pittsburgh is another dump. Please. No, I liked it when we were there. I hated Pittsburgh with the rusty bridges, <laughs> and all the people look like they they were they were they were what do you call it hobbits? You know hobbits. Remember Hobbit the movie? Yeah, the Hobbit. And the people look like hobbits. <laughs> the men all they they were all short and roly poly with big beards, and the women were blonde with roots and teeth missing and four hundred pounds in sweatpants. Oh, that's funny. It ain't. Beverly Hills, darling, and it's not Palm Springs. So, oh. so Chad. I kept it. So is he not? He's not online. He has not accepted the request. But does that mean he's not online though? Because they could, you could, he could still be online, thinking that we're going to call him and not accept the request, and you could. Still Every call him. week, let's test the console. Now, come on, change the yeah, act, you boys. Have you guys start calling me prior in the week or something? Maybe doing a test. Chad, right? why do you sound like you're fifty he miles? Has a cold. Have no. shit up my nose or down my face, whatever you want to call it. Oh, how disgusting! Such language to me on this show. Vulgar, I tell you, vulgar. Oh, I'm offended. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang up on you. I'm totally offended. You used that nasty word. Oh, my God. I'm shocked. Would you like me to blow you a sample? Oh, my God. I'm super shocked. How Wait, you vulgar creature. <laughs> now what I'm saying, Jamie, is I can't see if he's online or not if, unless he accepts a request. I can't Dean's see his gonna profile. He's going to send you letters oh, now. Okay. Dean's going to send you letters now because you blew snot all over his equipment. Hi, CBS. Well, I'm going to try to... Uh, CBS, I really... Do. Everybody out there, CBS is a fabulous channel. <laughs> Just don't listen to them. Just don't go on CBS. Why is CBS annoying me? I mean, I don't even want to be on CBS. Yeah, you do. No, I don't, because NBC offered us. A, a, no, they a, did. A, it didn't come through, though. Well, it didn't come through because I said something to them. Okay, I, well. But I didn't like what they were offering. What do they think we are, desperate? They're superstars, man. We have millions of people that listen to this junk. Exactly. And like it. 
So um, How I don't know like what to do. I'll try and know. send an email. In the meantime, let's take a music break so I can like get my head together, Chad. Why don't we do that? All right. So, hey, if you guys, you guys remember, um, I don't know if you guys remember the boy band No Authority. They were super popular. They opened for Madonna. One of the members of the boy band was Ricky Rebel, who's been on the show several times. Well, another one of his bandmates, Tommy Mack, uh, has a new single coming out on the 22nd. It's called Where Were You? It features Delius Kennedy from All for One. Uh, it's a fun boy bandy kind of song. It's called Where Were You? We're going to play it, and nobody's ever heard it yet, so here it goes. You got to chat. Let's go. It's all good when we're hanging with models It's all good when I'm buying the bar out Doing shows and I'm rocking the crowd Feels good to check the time on a Rolex Look down and see the ice on your neck Pull up to a nice house in the Hummer Throwing parties every night in the summer What happens when the clock strikes 12? The party's over The new single didn't sell Where were you when I needed Unless you want to play it again. No, that's 
Me Mac. The name of the song is Where Were You? It's uh, available now for pre-order. It comes out on August, uh, no, no, July 22nd. So check it out, get it, and I'm going to give the floor back to Ron Russell. Yeah, I just want to conclude with Bucks County, Pennsylvania, the real estate is really very cheap. It's not a high real estate. Our townhouse, if it were in New York State, would be about 700000 If it were in Los Angeles, it would be over a million. So remember now, we're cheap real estate in, Pencil in, in uh, northern Pennsylvania. Uh, even if we were in Center City, Philadelphia, it would be up in the six and sevens. It'd be more than that. It'd be more than that. So what we're offering is really like dirt money. I mean, what are you going to get nowadays for $320,000? Sad as it is, nothing. I mean, people are driving cars now that cost that much, which is sick. But real estate has gone berserk in this country. I it mean, sure we're moving to Palm Springs, and we're certainly not paying 320 that's for sure. I wish. For $320,000 in Palm Springs, you get a garage with a hole in the roof <laughs> and some maniac next door doing target practice with his semi-automatic rifle. All right, you guys, so since we don't have a guest calling yet and I don't know what's going up, we're going to just go into other things. So you know how we go to movies every every week to see the new movies that come out that we are interested in seeing. So last week we went and we paid to go see Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, which was, was an, stupid but funny. It was, yeah, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like the, a great movie, but it like didn't totally suck either. Watch it, it on television. You get a kick. Yeah, don't pay money don't for pay it. Don't pay money for it. You know, poor yeah. Zac Efron, though, if he doesn't start making some kind of different movie, because like every movie he makes now is the exact same movie. Yeah, and he's finished because his looks have gone. He's handsome still, but he's not beautiful. Uh, a few years ago, he had that beautiful face. Now his face is maturing and changing like everyone else's except mine. Mine has stayed exactly as it was when it was 19. Magnificent and beautiful. <laughs> but all of you out there are aging and you all look like hell, but I don't. Um, anyway, Zach Afron better move it because he's going to be like yesterday's, you know, glamour boy gone nowhere. The he's next got a great movie, body, but the movie stunk. But then we snuck in with our 3D glasses that we took ahead of time. Well, we have them in the glove compartment of our car. <laughs> and we took the 3D glasses in and we went and saw Tarzan in 3D. And Tarzan was, I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was great. Uh, I thought it was a little too ridiculous. I mean, must everything we look at nowadays have a uh, racist or not? I don't like the word racist. It's the incorrect word. Must we uh, pamper every person that feels that they are minorly abused? Because we're gay. I could feel that way, too, but I don't. I would like to see a gay Tarzan or a gay somebody. I'd like to go see a gay movie because it's who we are. I'd like to go see gay people acting normal and having fun and a storyline about gay people, but they don't do it. Yet black people get crazy if they're not in every friggin' movie. I mean, they're going to make like Santa Claus black, which is stupid. Black people were not everywhere always. And I think that the Tarzan thing had a message, and I don't need messages because... I don't have a problem with black people. My God, I think 40% of my friends that I love, as you know, are black. My, look at my sweetheart, my Wendy Moten. God, I, I love her more than anything. I mean, I don't have a problem. So what black. was the problem? I just felt that it was unnecessary. First of all, Samuel Jackson was in the movie, and the movie takes place like in the 1600s yeah, or something. Yeah, now, now they're doing, <laughs> you know, white people today are saying that they're, they're being, uh, what is it, racist, that the, that 
Hollywood or the world now can make fun of white people. You can say anything you want to white people that you could never say to black people because black people would protest, but it's okay to abuse white people. And I don't like it when I see black characters abusing white characters nor did i ever like seeing white characters abusing black characters i used to be upset about that too years ago in the 30s and 40s every time you saw a black person yasm what you want yasm ma'am miss scarlet what you want honey no no that's not the black people i grew up with i grew up with really really sharp black people so i used to be upset about that why are you always showing the black people as servants dummies slaves you know stupid people when in fact we had lena horn who was gorgeous and a, a million other fabulous people yes uh, paul robeson i mean the fabulous singer there's been black people in hollywood one was a very dear friend of mine of the two brothers that danced so anyway uh this movie i just thought was stupid i didn't care for it it's not I loved it it's not the cgi the is great it's not the g yes the cgi was great it's not it's not the real tarzan story it's alexander skarsgård who's gorgeous it's it's you know it, no it's just not it for me it missed because i know the real tarzan i've seen a thousand of them it, it was a very fun it was fun to watch the people in it are all really like good looking um, you know, I, I think like some movies need to like not have Samuel Jackson in them because he's like in every movie that comes out, and I'm getting kind of tired of Samuel Jackson a little bit. Well, I I think they <laughs> I think they're patronizing black people now because they're making them out to be superheroes and arrogant and nasty and tough and like blah 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 like putting everybody down in the film. That's not what to do. That the character doesn't call for that. And this is several movies where they get really nasty. And you look at it, and I, as a white person, say, what are they doing, getting even? What are they doing now, showing black people as evil, mean people to white people? Is that like some kind of a get even thing? I don't know. Also, the, the movie takes place in Africa, so... No, I know that, but the, char <laughs> the characters don't have to be written so mean because it doesn't look good. First of all, when a black person's mean... The white racist people say, look at that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, don't say anything. I'm not going to say it because I don't do that anymore. And they're going to say, see what they're like. That's what they're really like. Not realizing that the black guy is reading a script and being directed. And I don't think it's good. I want to see black people as loving and lo dearing and loving white people and white people loving black people. I'd love to see an interracial marriage movie with a black and a white who are happy. There is one, Love Song. Yeah, but I don't, some of them, they kill each other or they die. They commit suicide because it's wrong for black and white to be together. You know, I hate that. So I'd like to see it where there's no color. I'd like to see a movie where the characters are all pleasant and funny and sweet and they're Asian Hispanic, black, gorgeous like me, you know, all those kind of people. <laughs> and you're right, Larry, in the chat room, they're talking about, like, so Tarzan doesn't wear a loincloth in this movie. He wears, no, he like, wears khaki pants. pants. That's because he has no <laughs> penis. I could have said something else, but I wouldn't. Got in trouble for that last week. Last week's show, by the way, I ran with it because we've never, I've never interviewed anyone in my, my, 30 years of, of, of interviewing, I've never interviewed anyone quite like him. I found him to be charming, fun, open, honest, and, and the show was a good show. It got a zillion reviews. Everybody loved the show. They thought it was hilarious, and I'm sorry that the executives didn't approve of it and that we're not doing that sort of show anymore. We don't want to bring a bunch of gigolos and porn stars on. No, anyway. no, no, no. I don't want. Listen, one. Listen, darling. 
We are a box. We, society people, are a box of crayons. We're all different colors and all different flavors and styles. And this man happens to be in our world, on our planet, and in our culture. There's nothing wrong with interviewing him, just like there's nothing wrong with having gay movies where there are gay men that are in love, kissing and loving and whatever. If you don't approve of it, don't go. But there are those of us who want to see it. We want to see ourselves. That's what it is. I want to see somebody do our life story. Never know. You know what I mean? Because it's a beautiful love story. You never know. And, I, and I'm, I'm resenting all of this stupid crap that's going on with everybody's so prejudiced against everybody and everybody's on everybody Facebook. Everybody hates everybody. Everybody hates everybody. What is going on? And when Trump says he wants a better America, he's wrong. He should say, I want better Americans. American people should behave better. Listen, blacks, Hispanics have been around for 50 years. More 50, than that free. Hundreds of years. No, no, I'm talking about in my... When I went to school... I went to PS83 in Astoria, Queens. It was not exactly a private school where wealthy people were. It was a very poor neighborhood that I grew up in. I didn't grow up in wealth, but yet my, my schoolmates were black, Hispanic, Jewish, Greek, English, Irish. I grew up with the whole pot, the melted pot. And I loved my friends. Many of them who are alive are still my friends today. Why can't we have that camaraderie again? Why can't we all just get along and stop insulting and help each other, advance each other? If you see a nice boy, he happens to be black and he's intelligent, you can hire him, hire him. Give him the break. That's what my father used to say. I was raised by really remarkable parents. I mean, my parents were so ahead of the times. I can tell you a quick story. My father was on a job site because he was a delegate for the painters' union. One of the men, a black man, got hurt. He needed a transfusion. None of the men would give him a transfusion because they thought his black blood might go into him. My father right away ran and gave this man blood. Well, they became dear friends till this man died. My father hadn't any prejudice at all. We had Jewish people in our house. We had black people in our house. We had Brooklyn Mafia people in our house. We had everybody in our house. My, home, my mother, that's why I'm the way I am too. And my sister is. We had everybody. I was taught, you know, people of people. My father used to say to me, la gente cativa, which means watch out for the evil people. He never said colors or, or races. He said, be careful of evil people. There are a lot of mean, evil people out there who'll use you, abuse you, hurt you. He taught me that. Enough of my lecture. See how boring I am when I'm not nutty? That's not boring. But anyway, if I, listen, at my age, if I could get a word out there and if I could get three people to change their minds and not be so evil to different kinds of people, I've done my job. And gay people are really nice people. We don't assault your children. We don't wait in bathrooms and grab your sons and make them gay. Because first of all, you can't make anybody gay. You're born gay. What? You think I chose this life? What are you, nuts? I, mean, I was married for 16 years. I was very happily married. But a half of me was destroyed. There was half of me dead. The, the half that's alive now that I needed to have alive. I, was, I lied. I made believe I was straight like everybody else. 
All right, so that's it for the movies anyway. I think, uh, like, if you guys like Alexander Skarsgård, you will like Tarzan. It's a good movie. They don't need. They could have cast somebody besides Samuel Jackson in the one role because I thought his character was irritating and he didn't fit whatsoever uh, in the film. But um, Margot Robbie plays Jane. She's gorgeous. You guys are going to see her soon coming out in Suicide Squad. She hit it big when she was in that Leonardo DiCaprio movie, um, The Wolf of Wall Street, as his, like, wife or girlfriend or whatever. And uh, she's super hot, and she's like a superstar, and the movie is fun, but you don't really see Alexander Skarsgård naked, and, and Tarzan wears pants, which is just ridiculous. And I spoke about my dear friend, Wendy, Wendy Moten, who I love. Go on your Facebook page and pull up Wendy Moten. She's appearing uh, with, I forgot who, some other big star, all over uh, the country. I'm not certain of her scheduling, but go in. Go into Wendy, Wendy, Wendy Moten, M-O-T-E-N. And please go see her show. This gal sings One like the best Peggy Lee, on the planet. like Peggy Lee, like like Beyonce. How do you say that name? Beyonce. Beyonce. She sings like everybody. Like Whitney Houston. Like Whitney Houston. I mean, she she does every kind of voice there is. She sings 1940 music, 30 music, 50, 60 today's music. Her show is phenomenal. She is phenomenal, and she's beautiful. And I know her so well. She's my dearest friend. I love her. She's as sweet as an angel. So when you see her, you'll know that there's a good person up there performing. And go follow her on Twitter. It's at Wendy Moten. Also, Wendy Moten. Go, go friend her. Tell her Ron Russell said we should be friends. There you go. Also, you guys, another movie that's coming out this weekend that I think might be fun to go see, even though it's a remake, but the, it might be terrible. Who knows? But... Ghostbusters, the remake, is coming out with the three female Ghostbuster chicks. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, so that's probably like the next next great one to go see. Everybody in the chat room seeing The Conjuring, which we didn't see that yet. We saw the first one, um, but we didn't see the second one. What movie? The Conjuring. That's like one of those like, ghost movies. Do I remember? You remember the first one, probably. About what? the haunted house. Yeah, you saw it. We saw it. I like those movies. A lot of times you like those, yeah. So it should be good. Also then, you guys... Um, if you're a John Barrowman fan here at the Jimmy Star Show, we're big John Barrowman fans. He's actually our number one show in the in our five six year history. I think. And he's also history. a personal friend. He's uh, he's 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 our most watched show. It's got eight million hits um, on it. So you guys should check it out on YouTube and Roku or on SoundCloud or iHeartRadio. Um, it's really really a great show. And John Barrowman is is on Arrow. He plays the Dark Archer on Arrow, which is on the CW. And now he's just. <laughs> Uh, worked out a deal where his character is it's going to be the first time it ever he's going to be a recurring character on three shows so he's going to be the dark archer on arrow he's going to be the dark archer on the flash and he's going to be the dark archer on legends of tomorrow so three superhero dc comic hero things and instead of just being on one show he's going to be on three it's really really cool uh as far as like acting and and, and a deal for actors goes it's a, like a really big deal because it never ever happens you know that you get to be on play your same character on three different TV shows and uh, so we want to first of all congratulate him and second of all tell you guys to watch our show with him because it was hilarious and we had a blast. Yeah, John lives in Palm Springs with his lover of many many years and what ran all over the media was a picture, uh, it was actually a short video that John was in the swimming pool talking to his audience and suddenly his lover didn't know it, walked behind and took his towel off, stood there he and, didn't have and then on. he was getting out of the pool. Oh, he was getting out of the pool. I haven't seen the video. He was getting out of the pool with his towel, and obviously his frontal nudity was totally nude. 
one of the reporters that reported about it said, yes, we saw John Barrowman's lover and his eggplant getting out <laughs> of the pool. So that's an indication of what to see. So if you people want to be whatever, uh, go see it. Find it on Facebook. It's John Barrowman in the pool. Who was he talking? He was talking uh, not to people. He was talking something business. And he was mortified because the people he was talking to were, you know, not friends to have fun with. So I said to Jimmy, when we go to John's house now, do they all go in the pool naked? I'm good for that. I mean, I love naked. But, uh, you know, the eggplant, when he jumps in, the water's going to go over the pool. There you go. Also, you guys, Liv Tyler had a baby girl, which I know like you you, you kind of grew up with Liv Tyler a little bit in your house. Oh, Liv, so Ty Liv, Liv Tyler was in my house all the time. Beautiful, gorgeous little girl. She was Deirdre's schoolmate when Deirdre went to a private school in New York when we lived in Manhattan. She, Deirdre went to, what was the name of the school? I don't know. How I, I know? I wasn't uh, around uh, there. Yeah, you weren't even, probably you weren't even born. Uh, what was the name yeah, of the I was, school? I'm older than I forgot. I forgot the name of the school she went to, but she and Liv were roommates and they were best friends. And um, Deirdre failed a couple of classes and was in trouble. So she started crying and she told Liv, she said, my father's going to kill me. I thought it was the other way around. No, no, no. And Liv said, why don't you come and stay with us? You could live with us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. So Liv came back home with Deirdre up to our apartment on 75th in Manhattan. And uh, I knew something was up because Liv's face. And Deirdre said, Daddy, here's my report card. I looked at it. I said, well, okay, sweetie pie, you know what this means. She said, I can't go out. I said, no, you could do whatever you want, but you're going to get a tutor now, and you're going to get a tutor for hours, which is going to take away from your playtime because you're not doing this again. If you fail these subjects again, you're in trouble. Then she never failed again. But Liv, is, Liv was black hair and the eyes and the face. I had no idea who she was, by the way, because she was nobody then. She was a kid. And then let, Deirdre told me who her father was, and I still didn't know who she was. Which, if you guys don't know who Liv Tyler's father is, it's Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah, and I never put it together. I, think I just thought she was a, a model. First of all, I thought she was a model because that's how gorgeous she was as a child. I think he's like the second most recognizable figure in rock history. Yeah, but I don't know. What do I know? So Deirdre is very fortunate to have had Angelina Jolie and Liv Tyler as good friends at school. When she was young. When she was young. Hey, Chad. Yes, sir. Since it looks like we may have to fill some time, how about let's take a little music break? Let's do it. Let's do the um, Chaz uh, Robinson song. I could do song. a strip. Let's do the Chaz Robinson song, Let. Hey, everybody, this is Chaz Robinson. He has a new single that's out. It's called, uh, oh, I forgot. But this is a, this is another song off the album I like because his album release is coming well, up August When I said 12th. I would do a strip, yeah, you well, ignore well, it. I know why, because I was already in the middle of something. Well, if, like, I, if I do a strip, it ain't pretty. Nobody can see it. If right. I do a strip, it won't be pretty, but it may be entertaining. No, we're not going to well, do a strip You right can go now. ahead and strip during the break. I'll take a picture and put it in the chat room for you. It's not going to be pretty. But it could be funny. Now, this is Chaz Robinson. <laughs> That's uh, the old me. The new me doesn't do that sort of vulgar. Boring. Okay, hang on, boring. though. Let me just finish, please. Oh, James, you're okay, annoying. So the, the, name of the, song, the name of the song is Let. The name of the artist is Chaz Robinson. The album comes out August 12th. It's a fantastic ballad. I love it. It's a piano ballad. Check it out. I hope you enjoy it.
There's a melody that is on my lips that serenade with a good intent as it reaches out to a far off song and mourns within a lonely lull and it goes like this as a star crossed him. So I let you go and I let you cry Let you leave this place, let you say goodbye Then I'll let the time, let it fly on by Let eternity not win this time Let the distance grow, don't let it show Let my arms open wide When you come back home, I won't let you go Let your heart be sure As the void unfolds my heart implodes Once fallen for us Now gone cold Dismantled by unchanging ways And can't be swayed in our last days And it goes like this You go Let your heart be sure Like you, it longs to stay A subtle whisper in the wind says Don't turn back and this is the The artist is Chaz Robinson. It's off his uh, new album that's coming out. It's fantastic. What are you doing? I'm putting my my earphone wire under my shirt because it's like that picture in the chat room. He's getting dressed after that 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 strip 
chat right, thing. What we talk about? Jimmy, tell everybody how much you love me and how wonderful I am and how lucky you are to have me and how magnificent my person. You, know, you just told them all. There's three things about me that everybody out there should know. Okay, In well. my younger years, I used to be picture, uh, no, face fabulous, body beautiful, personality perfect. I was modest and very, very soft-spoken and very quiet in my youth. So I would just sit there and let everybody, you know, look at my magnificence and, and adore me and come up and kiss my ring and, then, you know, say, Your Holiness, you know, we're so thrilled and pleased to have met you and to, uh, you, for you to have allowed us to see your magnificent face. I say, well, every now and then, you know, I show the public. I give them a thrill. There you go. Now, Jimmy, tell yeah, them. Say hi, to, say hi to Dave from Stars Now UK. Dave, you know I love you. You know that, Dave. You're on my Facebook. You're always supporting me. You're always writing terrific things and comments. I think you're sensational, and I think you're a great media person because you play media with us. And I just want to say, uh, if I had a hat on, I'd tip it. And if I had underwear on, I'd take them off. But I don't. <laughs> oh, I'm getting I'm getting nasty. Oh, wait a minute, wait. CBS, forgive me, forgive me, CBS, please. Could you imagine when we go on CBS, we're going to be like Lara Spencer? Meanwhile, you know, Lara Spencer is a friend of the family. She's Leslie's dearest friend. She was in Leslie's wedding party. They grew up together. Lara's my other daughter. You know, I practically raised and fed that broad. And I did an interview with her when she we played it here. We played it once. We played the interview, yeah. yeah. And you know, I I keep saying to Lara, when are you coming on our show? I want to do a big interview. So much stuff is happening in Lara's life. I can't talk about it because it's private stuff. But let's put it this way: Oh my God, she's dating a guy who's crazy about her, who's handsome and young. I'm not going to give his name. Who's worth over two? I don't think anybody wants anybody. Hundred million dollars. <laughs> no, just this is something. Hey, listen. If if I was dating somebody worth over two hundred million dollars, you think I'd be sitting here with it? It's a, not in the tabloids, though, because nobody knows about it. Well, now it'll be in the tabloids. Could you imagine how this little girl from our neighborhood worked her way up to Good Morning America and is dating a guy worth over $200 million? My God, is there that much money in the world? Not in our bank account. There's not. <laughs> well, mine maybe, but I'm not telling you because then you would have married me just for my money. Oh, that's right. <laughs> So I'm not telling him what's in my bank book because definitely, you know, older man, younger man, they marry older men for their money. I know, but I'm the older man. Well, some people thought so. I know. That's why I'm saying. Could you believe that? We went to a Halloween thing and, and the guy and I said something about there's an age difference. And the guy said to Jimmy, how much older than Ron are you? Oh, it made my day. Week, month, year. Actually, whoever guessed sexy mom is in the chat room, she says she loves the show this week. And See, because I'm sophisticated, clean, and not vulgar. I'm uh, not offending. I'm not offending anyone with my dirty mouth. I'm not behaving like an idiot. To tell you the truth, I'm falling asleep because I'm boring myself to death. <laughs> yeah. But what are you going to do? CBS is a fabulous channel. Everyone watch CBS. They have the best shows in the world on CBS. First of all, we don't know where we're going to be with our I don't TV care show. about it. I'm being nice because I was asked to be nice. C CBS is upset with me, and I don't want any network to be upset with me. There you go. 
CBS, I love you. Okay, that's enough, though. <laughs> I love CBS. I, I really know, do. I really watch CBS more than any other channel. Kiss it, Ron. Except Kiss for the it. Golden Girls. I don't know what channel they're on. TV Land. But something. see, you know, NBC, I don't care. I like ABC for Good Morning America. I never miss Good Morning America because my Lara's on. And Lara's very, you know, I always said, I call Lara and I tell her, Lara, you need darker lipstick. Lara, I don't like your haircut. Lara, I love the dress you have today. That neckline is beautiful. Lara, your skirt's too short. When you sit on that stool with the loose side table, you can almost see forever. You know, I'm like her dad. See forever. <laughs> Well, I'm being polite, James. Um, I never heard it put that way. Well, that's a polite way of putting it. Seeing the snatch. No, oh, vulgar, disgusting language. You know, CBS is going to come after you. No, because I don't use bad words like you do. Oh, well, they're going to get you. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm kind of like Lara's dad. I love her so much. And you know what, folks? She's the sweetest, nicest girl in the world. She's just good people. She's down to earth. She's regular. She's funny. You put a couple of drinks in her, boy, could you have a ball? She's wild. She's crazy. You don't see that on television, but she's just a lovely person. I'm happy I know her. Absolutely. She's fantastic. We had a dog. It was a, um, a, a what was it? It was a, I uh, forgot what kind of dog it was. Short with the little legs. Sherlock was his name. Bloodhound. No, it was not a bloodhound. It was a little dog, like a like a beagle. And, okay. and every time Lara would come into our house, the dog would attack her feet and bite her. So Lara would open I hear Lara opening the door, peeking her head in, and she'd say, Is Sherlock around? Sherlock could have been a mile away. The minute she stepped into the foyer, Sherlock was there biting her feet. Well, Lara used to run up the stairs and get it right into Leslie's bedroom and slam the door on the dog. Now, the first time I met Lara, we were living in Beverly Hills, California, and we moved to Garden City, Long Island, to a beautiful Tudor house. And it had this wonderful entry foyer with the great big banister, an old-fashioned banister that came all the way down into the foyer. And I walked in, and suddenly this little girl, blonde little girl, comes flying down the banister, flips off the banister, does like a double whatever, and runs saying... Hello, and he uses, of course, my real name, not my stage name. Hello, Mr. Serego, how are you? And she runs and giggles. And I thought, what the hell is that? But anyway, I, I said to Leslie, and you ran out the door. I said, Leslie, who is that? She said, oh, that's my schoolmate, Lara Spencer, but who's really Lara Von Sealing. So I said, oh, like Von Sealing, the vampire chaser? She said, no. Anyway, um... Lara became a household thing and such a delight. I mean, the girls used to drink all our liquor. It was terrible. Listen to you. Telling, all the, telling like all the secrets. We had a Finnish basement and they one time had a Chinese night where all the girls had to come. It was only girls had to come as Chinese and they all wore Chinese smocks and they did things on the floor and they had Chinese food and little umbrellas. And I said, now I'm leaving you girls alone. Because I'm going to go out with some friends, and I trust you. No boys, no smoking, no drinking. Oh, no, Mr. Serego, never, 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 never. <laughs> Deirdre, who is seven years younger, was the biggest squealer in the world. The next day, Deirdre comes to, Daddy, not to say anything, but boys were over last night. They were drinking and smoking. So I said, Deirdre, you're being punished. She said, why? 
I said, for squealing. I'm Italian from Brooklyn. We don't squeal. Well, you don't know what Leslie did to me. And blah, 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 blah. I said, Deirdre, we do not squeal in this family ever. Ever. So she never squealed again. That's a cool story, actually. It's a beautiful story because it's true. I love it. I, I, she, she thought I was going to say, oh, and go after Leslie and punish. And I never mentioned it to Leslie either. Never. Of course I knew there was going to be boys over and drinking and smoking. What is I, born in a, in a, in a virgin's tomato patch? I mean, what do you think I did when I was 16? Please. You got to love it. All right. Hey, Chad, why don't you tell everybody what you got going on this weekend since we got lots of time? Let's see. We have Thursday night, tomorrow night at Aruba Cafe uh, from 9 to 1. That's in Fort Lauderdale. And then on Saturday, we are at Dick. better, by the way, now. Like, all of a sudden, you sound like a little did bit Did you clearer. put salt water up your nose? I did not. Did you oh. blow it? Just try not to breathe through my nose. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you sound much better. You sound like you again. Thank Almost. you. Almost. Uh, where were we? Uh, deck 84. Is it Deck 84? Uh, runway 84. No, it's not runway. We're not stripping. I love that restaurant. Is it still around? <laughs> Airport runway 84. No, we're, playing mu- we're playing music. We're not stripping. No, no, no. <laughs> Highway 84, the Italian restaurant where Joey Cadillac, the big mafioso, used to own. I, I used to go there with all my Brooklyn friends. I like it. Sounds good. I, I don't remember the name. I think it's Deck 84, Deck 48, some deck in, uh, I don't know, Boynton Beach or something. Then on uh, Sunday, we're playing City Place. Um, where old BB Kings used to be. I forget what it's called now, but we're down at City Place That's for the City first time. Place. Yeah, good restaurants. They're not really. Yeah. They're, you know, it's they're pretty nice. Restaurants. Yeah, it's decent. But, but Runway 84. Let's Google it. Who who ran it was Cat, Joey Cadillac from Brooklyn. Yeah. And I used to go there with all my Brooklyn the hoods. But they loved it because they give you an enormous bucket of mussels for free. I know. Oh, you had to see the Ginzos eat those muff, muff mussels. I mean, like, like morte de farm. <laughs> morte de farm means dying of hunger. I mean, they were snapping them and cracking them more and more and more. Well, we got service there because of Joey Cadillac. You know, Sniff Sniff was connected. So I'd walk in with all my friends, and we'd sit down, and boy, oh, boy, the waiters came running and whatever, whatever. One of my friends, who I will not mention, is a big shot. A very, he's the son of a very important man. And he always has $100 bills. That's all he carries is $100 bills. He gets six waiters in his circle. He said, come here, boys. I'm going to snap this $100 bill in the air. If you catch it, it's yours. Did you ever snap a bill in the air? It goes all over. It flies all over. You can't grab it. Well, you had to see these six waiters jumping on the floor, banging heads, kicking each other, cursing to get the $100 bill. Well, only one fella got the $100 bill. And I think there was really, realistically, four, four waiters. So then my friend said, you didn't get any hundreds? Come over here. I'll give you a $100 bill, each one of you. Get over here. And he gave each guy a $100 bill. So nice. I mean, I used to like, my, you know, they're the people in, uh, the, the, let's put it this way, the Italians that uh, have different kinds of businesses, because there's no such thing as the mafia. Uh, that's Hollywood. The guys that are businessmen, just like Jewish people and black people and, and Asian people now, they just do business different. Actually, they do things like the government does, you know, like 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 presidents do, like Bush did. And, you know, they call it bad. But my friends were terrific. I still love them. I mean, I see them occasionally. And they go, hey, it's Ronnie the movie star. Hey, get over here. What are you doing, Ronnie? Hey, come on. We're going out to eat. You want to go? 
I say, sure, boys, let's go. Get over here. I love when they do that. Get over here. Anyway, I live a very diversified life. I go from the fairies that talk like this, darling, I'm so happy. Oh, get over here. To the, hey, Ronnie, what are you doing? So anyway, it was Deck 84. So your Saturday or Sunday, that is Deck 84, Chad. Saturday on Deck 84. All right, everybody. So also, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV. I wrote Stitcher twice. Also on WROM Radio in Detroit, K4HD Radio in LA, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, WBAD Radio in Washington. Um, you can also see our videos on Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. We put new ones up. We just put up the. Uh, I just put up today the uh, interview with Rachel True that we did two weeks ago. Um, oh, I love her. I love her. She's our craft. new best friend. We're going to hang with her in Palm Springs. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh, she's good. Also, if you're going to be um, in Philadelphia, August 26th, the Sharon Leah Band's playing at the Hard Rock Cafe in Philadelphia. To get more information, it's SharonLeahBand.com, but that's August 26th at the Hard Rock Cafe. And we're going to try to make it. So if we're there, let's meet. You can all meet us in person, and we'll sit at the same table, and then I'll get dirty and, and down again because nobody's listening. <laughs> there you go. All right, so now we're going to take it over and do a little country. Right, Jimmy, 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 don't you have any stories to tell us? No, we're going to play music instead. I'll come up with a story for you. But when after I come the back. music, I mean, I'm doing all the talking. It's almost like the Ron Russell show, maybe with Jimmy Starr. That's because I don't want you to yell at me if I interrupt. So no, no, no. But I, but see, you have to be, you have to have a personality. I have a personality. Well, then use it. Tell a story. I don't have any stories to tell. Make one up. <laughs> okay. Anyway, here's what we're gonna do, everybody. Nathan a, King. I married a, a wonderful man, but dull life. This dull. Is, this is Nathan King, everybody. The Wait, name before of the song. we go there, would you believe Jimmy has never <laughs> drank or did drugs? I drank beer. No. You never were a booze, a stone laying in the gutter like Thank me. Thank God. That's true. I, I never and was. And he's such a hip guy. He's never done a drug. Could you? He's never done angel dust or... or I've never or, done anything. <laughs> I've, never smoked, I've never smoked a joint. I've never done any kind acid, of drug. Acid, uh, cocaine, anything. I've That's never done good. anything. That's good. He's really a dull person. That's not dull. That's strong willpower. Be nice to Jimmy in the chat. I room. am nice to Jimmy. <laughs> hey, everybody out there, you got to. I massage him, I rub him, I hold his hand. We fall asleep holding hands, you know. How many of you out there do that? So don't tell me to be nice. I'll come and smack every one of you around. Don't get me to go back to being my old self, then CBS won't like me. There you go. So here we got Nathan. See, I'm, like a, I'm like a dope addict that's on the fix, on the, on the mend. You got to help me. I'm like a 12 step. She said she never has either. Neither have I, if, you, if anybody. I kid around about, I never did drugs, Jimmy. I did vodka, yeah. But, no. I used to do vodka. I, never, I, I, never, I did cocaine once because my sister-in-law insisted that I do it. And it went up my nostril. I got such a pain in my nostril, and then it bled. I said, get out of here. I'm not doing did. this shit. So what, what I used to do, though, because I, when I was in college, I was a Fidel. Fidel to Theta. That was my fraternity, and I was like a big wig. And... I wasn't out like I hadn't figured out the whole gay thing, so I still had girlfriends and stuff back then. And my roommate and I, Wolfie, who you know because we met you met him in Florida when we were terrific Wolfie. guy. Wolfie, we lived sweetheart. we lived up in the in the uh, in like the suite of the of the fraternity because we were big wigs, and we used to make strawberry daiquiris mm. with 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 uh, 150 proof grain alcohol. 
And so, that I wouldn't like. Well, you can't even taste it. So basically, it would just tasted like a floral drink, but you could drink one drink and you would be on your ass because it was like. And so everybody would always want to come party in our room because all the hottest sorority girls would be in our room because everybody else was having beer and we had things. So it would be Wolfie and I and our few select people that we let in guys, and then it would be like 20 of the hottest girls from the University of Florida, and they'd all be hanging out. It was really cool. I did liquor. I'm an, I'm an app. I'm a kettle one vodka drinker. I have some sort of a resistance to vodka. I can have six martinis with four olives in each glass, and I'm a little buzzed. When I was out with friends, we went to dinner in Boca Raton. I had, I think it was a little over 12 martinis, and I was plastered. But it took 12 martinis to get me plastered. Now, when I go to parties like up to Danae King's and Drew's house, I have maybe four martinis five maybe and i'm i'm having a good time but this is the truth wait is a mango teeny (laughs) oh mango teenies oh baby i i drink 30 of those numbers and i don't even know who i am where i am or what i did but anyway the funny thing is i can drink vodka and have a resistance but give me two glasses of beer i'm bombed i have no idea why beer gets me so uh stoned yeah that's why i never drink beer Unbelievable. Yeah, and yet vodka, I could I consume. I think beer it. tastes gross, though. It's what I would suppose piss would taste like if I was. No, drinking. no, beer is good if you're having a hamburger or a hot dog or you know cheesy food, crappy food. I would never drink beer with good food, like a good steak or something. You drink the fine wines, but if you're drinking like holiday food, beer is great. Most of the people in the chat room said they don't really like beer. No, I mean it's not my favorite. I mean, if I had a choice between beer or a mango teeny, forget it. Have you ever had a mango teeny, folks? delicious and they kick you like a, a donkey would i had I, we went to fran uh what's her name uh bazaar's house you ever on my facebook any of you know fran bazaar she's the producer of uh memphis the, the, the broadway hit show we went to her manhattan apartment which is fabulous because it used to be a firehouse yeah, it was cool in new york city that she bought and converted into this exquisite exquisite uh, home and i never had a mango teeny and i said you know friend i don't know she said ron you have to i said friend it's got calories in it i really don't mango i don't like mango she said ron try one well one <laughs> about an hour later i downed my sixth one and in big martini glasses boy i was so bomb i'm so sorry because i met some important people for the first time that i wanted to be friends with they never friended me they did not they thought i was some kind of diseased animal <laughs> well that beautiful girl from the hamptons remember she said we could come out and spend a week with her in the hamptons she never called and she's on my Facebook. And what about Nick Demas? Nick Demas, the big producer? You know, Nick never friended us or called me. I think he was appalled by my behavior. And what I was, what was coming out of my mouth, Lord only knows. Yeah, Lord only knows. Luckily, Fran Bazaar, you know. Who's, she's known you for years. I know her for 40 years and we're the best of friends. She was married to Jack Borgenick, who was the first man to ever make children's clothes that hang on a rack. And she she's a super she owns half of New Jersey. Super, super, superly wealthy woman and sweet. And I love my Franny Pooh. She makes um little square brownies for all of her friends and she puts them in boxes. 
and they're called Franny's, or I forgot, but you can't buy them. She only gives them to her friends, and they're delicious. Got I told her, I said, why don't you sell them? She said, do I need money? I thought to myself, is the day ever going to come when I could say that? What, I need money? Imagine nah, when you can get, when you could say, what for? It's a lot of work, and I don't need the money. Could we ever say that, Jim? One of these days. Yeah, I'm really. working on it. Well, you better move it. I'm old. You're not that old. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick music <clears throat> break. Chad. Hi, Captain. Let's do Nathan King, everybody. This is Nathan King. We're going to bring you some country, some Chad music. Hey, now. Some uh, Chad and Heather music, but not sung by Chad and Heather. The name of the song is Heaven Tonight. The name of the artist is Nathan King. You're going to like this. Check it out. Sipping moonshine out of the mason at the party Looking my way with them pretty blue eyes Got an innocent smile but she's a devil in disguise Works the dance floor when she knows that you're watching In the tight jeans that make your heart stop and see a tattoo On the small of her back why don't you come over here And we can head on out tonight I don't know you so let's start picking up the flag The pedal to the floor, I take a dirt road to see the look in her eyes that light up the night, making everything all she right. She gets the boots off with the radio blasting, leans back, saying she wants to go fast. Turn her lights down underneath the moonlight. I can show you a night that you ain't gonna forget. You're driving me insane, can't get you off my brain, and I know it's wrong, but it feels so right. Come on, girl, cause I wanna see heaven tonight.
everybody. That's Nathan King. The name of the song is Heaven Tonight. It's out right now, and I think he's possibly going to be opening up for some really big country acts this fall, but I can't mention it until we find out for sure. Good. I was just telling uh, Chad a story. Jimmy and I shop. We all, we do, all we do in this stupid, boring Pennsylvania is shop. But then again, we need a lot of clothes for our show because every week we wear different clothes. We were shopping in Burlington because Burlington, you can get a good deal. You can get, you know, these colorful T-shirts for like 10, 12, 15 bucks, whereas they're like Ralph Lauren, 30 or 40. So we finished our shopping and we're online and we come up, the the light goes off and it's us next. And the girl that was uh, taking our money was the most cashier, cashier was the most beautiful black girl I have ever, ever seen in my life. And I said to her, listen, honey, I'm gay. I'm not hitting on you, and I don't want you to think I'm some kind of wolf. But you are absolutely gorgeous. And your body, oh, my God, it doesn't quit. you got beautiful legs. I bent over the counter. I was observing her. And she started to laugh. I said, does anybody ever tell you you're beautiful? She said, yeah, all day. (laughs) (laughs) Every day, she said, every day. I said, what are you doing in Burlington as a checkout girl? You should be in the business. She said, I want to be in the business, but it's hard to get in the business. I said, what do you do? She said, I sing. I said, tell me the truth. Who do you sing like? She said, Beyonce. And what was the other one? Beyonce. Rigoletto or somebody. Rigoletto. Rihanna. Rihanna. Like I know who Rihanna is. Beyonce is a way better singer than Anyway, I made believe I knew who Rihanna was. I said, listen, no baloney, but we're important people. We might be able to do something for you. I said, Jimmy, I didn't have a card. My card was in the car, my glove box. I said, Jimmy, do you have a card? Yes, and he gave her the card. She was all excited. Uh, she has an album. She sings. Jimmy said, get that music to me. If I like it, we'll talk. The girl never contacted us. Now, honey, if you're listening to this show, this is the kind of show we do. If you tuned in last week with the guy with the big penis show <laughs> and you got scared because you thought we were some kind of porno nut job show, that's not who we are. So please contact Jimmy Starr. You're fabulous. I mean, she should model. She was exquisite, just so beautiful. And the teeth on her, I wanted to knock her in the face to have such teeth. How do people have those teeth? They look like wax. They were so gorgeous, like fake. And she was sweet and just delicious. Anyway. She said she wanted to be in entertainment, and we were Googling it over her. And then the cashier next to her, oh, who was he- very heavy, let's just and, say. And not attractive. And she had strangest. blue hair. Where, let me ex- let me. Right, oh, go, 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 honey. Go, 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 sweetheart. <laughs> so she had long blue hair, and she was about five foot four, and she probably weighed about 280 pounds. And from one side, she had, like, blue hair. But then when you saw her on long the other blue, side. Long blue hair. Long blue hair. But then when you saw the other side, it was all shaved out. And she had earrings in her nose. And um, which, as I'm getting older, I don't find that attractive whatsoever. No, and I just finished telling this beauty that we could get her into business. And this girl said, oh, me too. I want to be a singer. (laughs) I just need a recording studio. I want to be in movies too. So I was kind. I looked at her. I said, well, stop trying. Got to keep going, honey. It doesn't happen overnight. Start trying, not stop trying. Start trying. (laughs) It doesn't happen overnight. And then he turned around back to the hot one and told her how great she was. Oh, that, that, I'm telling you, 
and I said to that girl, do you have a boyfriend? She said, no, I have no time. I said, you don't have a boyfriend. You must have thousands of men hitting you, white, green, Martians, anybody. I mean, she's so beautiful. She was gorgeous. Absolutely just, gorgeous. Just, just a face that, ugh, I don't know how talent like that doesn't get noticed. If she was ever a makeup model for the big makeup companies, she could sell a ton of makeup. You know what, Danae... We don't have her number, do we? No, she has well, to contact us. Well, we could go back to Burlington and get her number. We could give it to Danae for DMK Cosmetics. He's always looking for models. I actually think that one reason, because she told me she had a video on YouTube, I don't think she actually has recorded music. That's why I think she didn't contact Yeah, us. she may have been just like making believe a little bit. But we don't. everybody wants to be a singer, but they yeah, haven't but, got enough But we don't care. Right. We don't care if she's bullshitting. Hey, half of everybody's resume in my business is baloney. I mean, you read people on IMB, IMDB. DB. Half of it's baloney. Hey, you guys, too. We're on IMDB, so if you have an IMDB account, please go on and rate the shows. Did they ever up me to my other movie? No. Still, they haven't acknowledged no. that? I don't mean the one with Julius LaRosa. I mean that kind of woman. That kind of woman's on there. Oh, they put icon? Yeah, that, that kind, kind of woman's of. on there. So check out the Jimmy Star Show. See what you uh, uh, can do. Goddess wants to model for DMK. <laughs> Well, goddess, goddess listen to goddess. me. Right now, DMK's um, husband is online. That's who Zar Drew is. That's Zar Drew. Send him your picture. Get in contact with Zar Drew now. You're online with him. Or on Twitter, everybody. Also, you guys, we should since we we uh, since we've got some time to kill, and there's so many great people that that follow and help promote the show. We should get everybody to help follow and and uh, promote them on social media, especially Twitter, since that's the big push. So so uh, follow at uh, underscore goddess one one one. I think for goddess, if you want to hang out with goddess, you can follow Zar Drew C Z A R D R U E on Twitter. You can follow Zarina Liz Lauren on Twitter. You can follow Ron Russell Show on Twitter. You can follow. Uh, Jimmy Star, Dr. Jimmy Star on Twitter or Jimmy Star Show. Jimmy, when did you become a doctor? Um, I've been I've one forever. I've often Hang wanted on. to ask you that doctor thing. I went to thing. school. To be a doctor? What kind of doctor? Doctor of education. Doctor of education. So you're a doctor of education? Yeah. Yeah? Yes. It means you get a master's degree and then you go get a doctorate. You have a master's degree? Yes. When did you get the master's degree? In 1989. You never told me you had a master's degree. Oh, well. Jimmy, your face is getting red. No, it's not getting Jimmy, red. you look like you're making that up. <laughs> I'm not making it up. You can Google it. You really have a master's degree? Honey, I, I graduated so six in my class. So how come I'm smarter than you? Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Because you are, honey, because you're just the smartest person. Also, at Stars Now UK, um, at, I, I always forget Ginger Irish, but I think it's uh, Ginger Irish Official or Irish Ginger Official. Uh, I have to look that one up and see what it is real quick. And, um, you know, I'm highly, like, educated. You know, something really does happen to you when you get to be 70. It's Irish Ginger OFFI, if you follow Irish Ginger on Twitter, you guys. Uh, at The Aquarius View, at Lady Lake Music, at Lady Lake Jen. Follow all these people and network, you guys. Lots of great opportunities can come your way, and you just meet a lot of really cool people. As I was saying, when you get to be 70-ish-ish-ish, you really do want to give back. You know, when I was young, I used to... Think these older actors saying, oh, I'm going to give back, I'm going to give back. I'm going to say, they're so full of crap. When they're 21 years old, they wish you're dead because they want that part. Now they're giving back. But it's true. I don't care if I never do another show, another movie. I really don't care. But I would like to help people to get in the business because I know how frustrating it is when you're young. I mean, look at me. It took me 50 years to get where I am. <laughs> where am I? <laughs> 
Where, honey, where am I? You're on the Jimmy Starr Show, the number one web show in the world, talking to all the cool people. That's where I am, and that's a very, very good place to be. There you go. <laughs> next to my love, so Chad, how next did you, to my love of my life, my sweetie pie. Chad, how did you come up with the name Guest Devanch? Who? Devinch or Devin? D e v a n s h. Chad. Looking up Indian names. Looking up what kind of names? Indian. Oh, Indian names. Oh. Why you're Indian? Sure. With his cold, he's an Indian. Huh? Ow. <laughs> you lost me completely. And I'm sure you lost a couple of million people. What are we talking about here? Uh, I was talking about Chad's name in the chat room. Well, we're not talking about his butt waxing, okay? Yeah, Chad. we're not talking about butt waxing. So, ladies. They want me to talk Chad about brought butt it up. <laughs> how, many, how many women get their rear ends waxed or bleached? <laughs> That's what we would like to know because we were talking about it the other day, and Ron had no idea. That, first of all, Ron had no idea that women bleach their their assholes. Exit valve. Exit valves, and and, and actually, a lot of guys. Oh my god! Guys do I'm, that too. I'm leaving. I'm taking my my. A lot of guys though get their butts I, waxed too. I'm leaving this disgusting. <laughs> They're not waxed. Show. I think a lot of guys get their butts bleached too. I think a lot of like uh, those like bodybuilder gay guys. I think that they probably all get their butts waxed and and bleached. I have no idea. I will not con. I, oh, I can't even speak. I'm Rebel says no, thank you. <laughs> she doesn't. Chad, do you ever get your butt waxed? Or, can't say or that I have. Goddess says she goes gets laser. I don't know what that means because that's how retarded laser I am. Laser removal. Oh, laser hair removal. Yeah, yeah, you better be careful. They may sew it up what with the laser. They, yeah, like what if they like cut your butthole out? No, what if they sew it together? No, the laser wouldn't sew it together. It would, like, take, cut it out or something. Anyway, I'm not in this conversation. I find it crude, <laughs> vulgar, disgusting, and unnecessary. Sorry to bring it up. That's so cool. Bad. I like it. <laughs> well, go have it done. I no. want to be there when they wax it to watch you scream. No, I bet that hurts like a mother. Hurt? And what about days later? You can't sit? You can't? Oh, please. What about all the women who get their coochies, like, waxed? I mean, I you know really something? hurt. I'm from the olden days. When I got married... Women didn't, my wife, women didn't do those sort of things. They just things. had big bushes, right? Like afros. No, my wife was Dutch. So <laughs> Dutch people are not hairy. But get, get some of these, these Italian women, they were gorillas. I think that's, I, I think that a lot of women choose, because I think a lot of women probably get waxed. And I would imagine when. Well, when, I know they have something they call an airport, or not an airport, an airstrip. Airstrip. Landing strip. Landing strip. Something like that. That all the men like the favorite uh, shape men love is landing strips. Guess sexy mama says butt hair is hot. <laughs> well, but Mr. They Star. Say one of the things is if you get if you get it taken out that if you get the butt hair taken out they say it doesn't smell that. Mr. Star. Yes. I have your guest calling in. Oh, good, 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 good. That what a what, what a thing for him to come in on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hello. Hello, room, because the chat room's filled with people, and so we were asking people. But hang on, because I have to get an intro now for the show that you're on. Wait, so you're talking about bleaching the actual hole? Yes, you no, know we'll, a lot of people we'll, do that. We'll talk about it. Let we're going to do the intro. <laughs> we tape we tape this for our TV show, so now we have to do the TV show intro. So just sit there, and make believe you're not. You didn't talk to us. <laughs> just uh, smile, smile, and look handsome because you are handsome. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star, the fabulously talented superstar, Mr. Lyndon Ashby. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. There you go. So happy that you, you're here. Let me introduce you to everybody. First, we've got our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, how you doing today? Good, good, good. How you doing? I'm doing great. We've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Lyndon, thanks for joining us. Good to be here. Hi, Chad. 
And then we have a chat room full of people, lots of fans. So just say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, chat room. There you go. <laughs> Works perfect. So where are you calling us from? Uh, from Malibu, California. Perfect. How disgusting, Malibu. How could you live in <laughs> that trashy, horrible neighborhood? Gar I know. It's rough, man. It's a rough neighborhood. Rats, homeless people, earthquake-damaged bungalows. Oh, all kinds of diseases in the water on the sun. I lived in California. Humanity, I know. It's like a third world country here. It's disgraceful. <laughs> and when I go to visit my friends like Debbie Reynolds, who mm -hmm. lives, not Debbie Reynolds, I'm sorry. Oh, Debbie, I'm sorry. She is my friend, too. Who's my friend? Shirley McLean. Shirley, who lives in the colony. I, mm -hmm. I wear a gas mask and I bring food. <laughs> it's tough times in the colony. Oh, tough time. The colony is just the worst. Are you in the colony? No, I'm not. Oh, peasant. I would never live in that pit. <laughs> never. The, the colony is so full of crap. It's amazing. You know, when I go there, Don, Don, John, Don Adams, was it? I forgot who. Yeah. Don Adams, like Get Smart? No, yeah. no, no, no. Oh. Just different Don. He was in uh, a bus stop with Marilyn Monroe, the star. Don, oh my God, he lives in the colony. And I Hang on, I should explain to you because, like, uh, since since you've never been on the show before and you don't really like know us, so so basically, Ron had a TV show in LA for many years called Set the Record on Time Straight, Warner Cable, and he interviewed all the uh, legends of Hollywood, you know, Tab Hunter, uh, Clifford Robertson, Lauren Bacall, Jane Russell, Debbie, uh, not Debbie, uh, Arlene Dahl, all the greats, Tippi Hedren, all Tippi the people, Hedren, from, and I'm kind of, so he represents old Hollywood. I kind of represent the younger Hollywood. Right. Um, so I hang out with all the old bags. And I hang out with, like, well, I'm in my 50s now, what so I hang out with the I have media. to get Don's name now because I mentioned. Well, not right now because we've, well, no, we've only got 20 why minutes. Oh. We've only got 20 minutes. Why do we only have 20 because minutes? Because it's 4.30 and the show ends in 20 minutes You've and we got, got lots to, to talk kidding. about. That's my bad because I tell you what, I looked at the 3.15 call-in time and didn't notice that it was East Coast. So that that is, that Everybody guys. That. I apologize. That's We've had quite a few people do that. Jimmy, you have to be very specific that we're out of New York, not L.A. That's we'll okay. be in Hang L.A. On. soon. Another yeah, we're moving of, to Palm Springs. We'll be in the, out shooting from L.A. in a couple of months. <laughs> all right, everybody. First of all, this is Lyndon Ashby. You guys can follow him on Twitter, at Lyndon Ashby. You can follow him on Instagram, Lyndon underscore Ashby. Um, he's... You, Young people, see if you're my if you're from my generation, you guys know him as Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat, badassest like action movie ever after a video game. So you guys have seen him in that. If you're like younger in the younger generations, you know him uh, as the sheriff on Teen Wolf, which is freaking awesome. Teen Wolf is like I believe that that Teen Wolf. Uh, I read something that Teen Wolf is like the number one scripted show in like the history of MTV. I mean, like I, I would think we I would think that's accurate. And that's yeah. like. Like in 30 years, it's the number one show, so that's like pretty like awesome. And well, what's cool is that you know Russell Mulcahy, who is an executive producer and directs a lot of the episodes, he directed the first music video on MTV. Oh, that's cool. So that's pretty full circle. That's very anyway. Full I, I out of respect to to Don Murray. Don Murray, there you go. In bus stop with Marilyn. I was going to kill you if you didn't get that. Only because it's disrespectful to mention the movie and not give his name because he was the star with Marilyn. Anyway, Don Murray is a sens sensational guy, and I wish he'd go to work. 
Also, because uh, we're gonna we're gonna get all the way around, and we're gonna go in this in this eighteen minutes, we're gonna go full circle and end up with Beta Test, your new film that's getting ready to open up, which I watched yesterday. And um, uh, so, first of all, I want to. I have this thing I like to do. Oh, first of all, no, two things. Okay, okay so you, you were on Young and the Restless. I was briefly. Yes, Susan, my wife was on it for about three years, I think, Less and uh, and they asked me to come on and do like a little. 13 show arc that turned into a little bit longer but it was it was really fun because I knew everybody through her so I just kind of came on and had a blast. So do you and know do you know wait, hang on what is Susan's last name we need that. Walters. Okay, Walters. Susan Walters folks. So do you yep. know Michael Damien? I I do. He's a Damien, actually, this shirt he's wearing is yeah. from Michael Damien's new movie, High Strong, that's out right now. Michael's been on the show a zillion times. He's a really good friend of ours. and He sent this T-shirt And to CBS me. used to always have us have a bunch of Young and the Restless people come on for some reason. They used to always contact us to have Young and the Restless people come on. And so well, our, our oldest daughter got married, uh, what, two weeks ago? Three weeks ago. Uh, you have a daughter that got married? I do. We got two two daughters, yeah, and uh, the oldest got married, and Christian LeBlanc was the oh, minister, cool. the, the officiator of of the wedding because he's been, you know, a great friend for a long time, and the girls love him, and uh, and he's part of the family. How old is your daughter? That one's she's twenty five. You got a twenty five year old daughter. It must be yeah. good camera. Either you look great, the camera's good, or now he's a, he's like a martial arts expert. He he's looks wonderful. You look wonderful shape. to have a twenty five year old. Because he's older than me. Daughter. You got nice teeth. You're I older like... than me, but you look like you could be my he's, like tiny he's old, brother. He's older than you. Yeah. <laughs> Swear to God. Swear to God. If, if his IMDb is correct, he's older than well, me. Well, I want your camera. <laughs> I, I, yeah, right. It must be the camera. I was yeah, nineteen sixty, May twenty third, nineteen sixty. Wow, you look sensational. Okay, so hold May on, because we've had all these great, like, this year has kind of been like we've made, had made great friends with a lot of great soap opera um, so many. actors. Wow. And so, like, I don't know if you knew any of them, but you know Sean Kane and Ian Buchanan or Crystal Chapel Because they've all, they've all been on the show we a bunch love of times, them. too. I don't know, actually. I think, I think, I think Ian Buchanan, I think I went with Christian to his house for a dinner party. Okay. That's How cool. about what's her name? John Cannon's a, a karate guy like you, like a martial arts guy. He was the guy in Karate Kid Three. He was the bad guy in Karate Kid Three. Nice. <laughs> How about <laughs> How about our good friend in Palm Springs? Who? I can't remember her name. Oh, I, that's uh, Judith Chapman. Judy Cha Ju Judith Chapman. Uh, oh, she plays Christian's mom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, tell your wife to come yeah. in. Say hi, Susan. Yeah, come Susan, on in. Say oh, hi. You, hear, you hear her. Yeah. Over Susan, there. we have to know Susan, you. Susan, we have to see how beautiful you are, because Young and the Restless was my mom's favorite soap opera. And she's we have shaking to her head right now. She's got braids <laughs> on, and she looks like uh, she looks like Pocahontas. And uh, and she's eating lunch, and she is shaking her head, and she says, "I'm not getting in front of the camera because she doesn't have her. <laughs> we love you though, on. Susan. She doesn't have her war paint on. I like. I'm love sure it. that since she married an older man, a much older man. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's I heard her laughing. That she's that she's delightfully beautiful. She Absolutely. is. Yeah, she is. Gonna have to have, Susan, you're gonna have to come on with okay. makeup with all your war paint. No, we'll have you come on another time. She, she's nodding her head like you can hear that over the radio. <laughs> no, but if she's stuffing her face, I know what that's all about. Alright, <laughs> here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna move forward with this. So okay, I, this is the thing I like to do where I just like get to brag for you because always uh, all the people that come on really don't brag for themselves. So I'm gonna do a uh, 
quick I'll little thing. Okay, I'm going to do just a quick thing of all the cool – this isn't all the cool people. This is the people that I think are really cool that you've had an opportunity to work with or be in films or television shows with. And yeah. I'm going to run down the list really cool. Our, our listeners love this part. Everybody loves this part, yeah. They so, love it. So here we go. Kevin Costner, Dennis Quaid, Gene Hackman, Don Cheadle, Tyler Posey. That's good from – from Teen Wolf, Brian Krause, William Moses, Keith David, Brian Krause has been on the show, Brian Austin Green, Kellen Lutz, David Duchovny, Demi Moore, Mila Jovovich, Ali Larder, Amber Heard, Peter Jason, he's been on the show, Ben Kingsley, Gwyneth Paltrow, Robert Downey Jr., Alexander Paul, she's been on the show, you did a bunch of movies with her, yeah. Charles Turning, Christopher Lloyd, Paul Bettany, William Sadler, Kurt Fuller, he's been on the show, Brett Rice has been on the show, oh, I love Michael Brett. Madsen, Mark Harmon, Steven Seagal, Joe Manganiello, Christopher Lambert, Jeff Fahey, Scott Glenn, who is a nephew of Ron, one my, of Ron's best friends. My best friend's nephew. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall, who's been on the show. Karen Black. Doug Jones, we just had on the show. Mm -hmm. J.R. Bourne. Dylan O'Brien. Luke Perry, who's one of my favorites. Betty Buckley. Joe Beth Williams. Isabella Rossellini. Bill Pullman. Mike, Mark Harmon, I think I said that. So anyway, that's my list of all your people. You know what? Mark Harmon's so cool, you can mention him twice because he's probably one of the all-time best guys that, that in the world. He's actually, he is actually a... A number one great human being. That's a shabby list of stars. I mean, <laughs> are, are they are they all hopeful? I'm not sure about Don Cheadle, and I'm not sure about you said one other Ben Kingsley. I don't I don't know if I worked with Ben Kingsley. Oh, well, Ben Kingsley was it, when it, Iron Man three, and you were in Iron Man three. Oh, so I guess you, I, you, know? you are correct, and it's it's. He's that guy that's trying to get in film. He's separation. And I was going to say the other one because I guess one of your first credits was uh, you were an extra, and I I forgot who it was, but it was like really big people from the old, from Ron's time. Um, what was like the first movie? It says uncredited. I'm, I think it was your second or third credit, but it's like somebody really really big, like Marilyn Monroe type big. Like, oh yeah. no, it would be Mr. and Mrs. Bridge. Yes. So yeah. Paul Paul I, and Joanne, yeah. Yeah, with Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward, because he knows Joanne Woodward. I know Joanne Woodward. She's a sweetie pie. I love her very yes, much. she is. And she's very, very, um, well, I met her so many years ago with Paul. They were madly in love, and then they married, and she was just the most, in, just wonderful. And then when Paul passed away, she just evaporated inside. So she, she will never, ever get over him. Okay, so, so, which is terrible, but That's so you that list. Love like that. That's right. You well, they, they were born together. You know, they didn't, they didn't marry. They were just born together. I mean, that love affair. Oh, when they met on Long Hot Summer, forget about it. Okay. Oh. So you they got lived, all They lived in the village downtown in the Greenwich Village, and that's how I knew them from the Cherry Lane Theater. And oh, nice. I, I didn't know him. I knew her. Yeah. And she's connected with the ballet, and a very dear friend of mine was also at the head of the ballet that she was giving charity work to. Okay, anyway. hold on. So you got all these people. So, so who like who would be somebody if you could like? I mean, actually, Gene Hackman's like my favorite. You've already got like a lot of my favorites. You've already had an opportunity to work with. So, who is yep. somebody you have not worked with that you think, oh wow, this would be really cool? And don't say your wife because that doesn't count. <laughs> um, who would I like to work with? I would like to work with. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. I'd like to work with. Everybody says that. I don't get. I don't get it. What has she got? I, mean, I think she's a great actress. I think she's a really good actress, and I think uh, I just I like her. Um, I think I would. I don't know her. Angelina Jolie. Wouldn't you want to work with Angie? No. Yep. Yeah, you know what? If the opportunity, yeah, because I actually think she's a really fine actress, and I think. Uh, what did I see Charlize Theron in in something, and I was like, oh my god, she was great. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a beauty. 
That's All right, what about a male? What's a male that you think would be cool to act opposite of? Um, gosh. Think about it and we'll come back. I want to work with Denzel. Okay, that's good. Denzel. All right, here's who I want to work with. I want to be in a gay movie where two guys are shipwrecked on an island. Yes. And they find each other and start to make love. And that's Kevin Cosner. Kevin? <laughs> What? Yeah, he, he likes Kevin. Yeah. Oh, I think Kevin Cosby is the sexiest guy in the world. He is so totally sexy. But I inquired. No, he he is. I can tell you, he is. He is so charming in real life, and so effortlessly charming and sexy. And and it's like sometimes you get a glimpse of it, and you know you you see it in films, but in real life, it is. It's turned up, you know, to 11. He's boyish. He actually played Kevin Costner's brother in Wyatt Earp, right? Oh, Aren't you the brother? Yep, I did. Yeah. I did. See, I would have played that, but except it would have been, you know, where I make out with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dirty movie. <laughs> Brothers. All right, so then I also did a quick words, list. I would have been where we show each other our guns and to see who's got a bigger gun. Mm. Mm. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. mean, like, we're not really related. Well, first of all, <laughs> in case you didn't figure out, Ron and I are actually, we're like legally married, so we're like the only gay, like, television interviewing hosts, guys. interviewing people. We're actually like a married couple, so. We're really married. Got married in New York. Yeah, we're four really years married. Ago. We're married, really married. So. Thumbs up. Cool thing. All right, so we've got eight minutes, and we've got, first, I want to talk about beta test. Okay. Go for it. Coming out. So you got a new movie coming out. It's called Beta Test. I do. Out, I think on the 22nd maybe or something. Yep, I forget. It's 22nd, uh, 20 city release, limited release. Uh, it's an interesting little movie. Nick Genie, who directed it, uh, called me and, and pitched me this idea that he wanted to do a, a, a film that was an homage to 90s action films with a 2016 sensibility. And I was sort of intrigued and... and you know, stylistically, like the logos and you know the the whole feel of the film is very throwback to the '90s. But then you're dealing with issue the issue of gun control and you know mass shootings, and it couldn't be any more timely if you had scripted it yesterday. Absolutely, and uh, and it's and it's kind of a fun, interesting, you know. It it what could be just simply a a B action film is elevated to something better than that. It's a it's now it's a low budget, really smart action film. Actually, um, it's great people in it. It's got okay. I don't know how to pronounce. Is it Manu? Manu. Manu Bennett. You guys, everybody who watches Arrow will know he was like the big bad guy. How tall is he? A lot taller than you? Nah. He's not because like he looks so big and like when you guys do your fight scene at the end, I was like. Oh my gosh! Like because on Arrow he seems so big, I thought, oh my god, he's gonna like just totally oh, kick your ass. So does Stephen. <laughs> so does Stephen Lang. We know Stephen Lang. You know Stephen Lang is right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Avatar. Oh yeah, and he's relatively. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A guy not, in Avatar, guy. and we yeah. thought he'd be this monstrous human being. Not at all. He's a slight, nice. He's a wonderful person, but he's a slight guy. He's not big at all. Okay, hang on. So Beta Test has Manu Bennett, Lorenz Tate. Yep. And you play the bad guy, which we're not I really do. seeing you like play a bad guy like a whole lot. And like you're really like bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm bad. Bad. You're like evil. Like you're well, totally evil. That, to that, the... That's what they pay him to do. I know. 
that shit crazy. You know, because what's great is you start this film, and you're like, I agree with a lot of things this guy's saying, and then you realize that he is crazy, crazy, crazy as crazy can be. And this game, this this movie too, you guys, it'll appeal to anybody who likes video games. It has yep. a video game element to it. Um, you can actually go on YouTube and type in "beta test movie" and you can watch the actual trailer. Because uh, basically, like in the movie, uh, you're the bad guy who owns the company yep. who who yep. makes the video game that they're testing. And uh, what's cool about it is also that's not animation. That's actual. They built a gaming engine, and that is an actual video game that they built for the film. So. Wow. That's, that's cool. pretty cool. And hey, and so basically, like one guy's controlling another guy through like the video game, and and they're all basically trying to get you because you're like the freaking bad guy. <laughs> I know, and you would you would you would put that on Kevin Costner's neck and and control him. Yes. Oh, you bet, you bet, you bet. You know, Jimmy's going to... wouldn't have him robbing anybody. <laughs> I, I, want, I want you to know, he's laughing. Jimmy's laughing now, but after the show, I'm going to get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jimmy's very jealous. I don't know what. I'm 103. You know, who wants me? I'm an antique. Well, antique people collect right, antiques. Hang on, you guys. So first of all, you guys, Beta Test Movie is on Twitter, so you can follow them on Twitter. It's at Beta Test Movie. The movie's coming out on the 22nd limited release, and then I'm sure it'll be on all the video on-demand platforms. It really is a clever a clever movie, and I have to say for an action film, it's because I watch, I watch every, like, I'm into horror movies, so which got me into watching every, like, independent, like, B-film yep. in the world. and. Yep. And so I've seen basically, I see everything, whether it's good or it's not good. And I have not seen a story like this. It's a real. Oh, cool. A real story, you know, that it's not like this is just another, you know, punch them up, shoot them up type movie. This is an actual movie that actually does have, has a message and it actually has a plot. Yeah, that's and what it's I a story want that's ask. not like everybody else's. What's the message? Pro gun or not? Uh, the message is it's. Not pro gun, but it's it's not through these methods. It's an so his his motives are pure in a sense, and but his methods are mad. Okay, I have to say something. Like Ahab. Off conversation. We are now looking for married couples for our Valentine show in February. Would okay. you, would you and your wife come on? together and, yes and then w the questions we ask is not about movies or what you're doing we're asking how did you meet when did you fall in love it's a valentine show so we want to collect as many celebrities as we can because our audiences are just so interested in private lives more than they are in uh, our work good good yeah we would absolutely do that so we'll give everybody like a 10-minute segment throughout the two-hour show and we're going to have on all big names i mean like you guys, and you're gonna know him. We're gonna have Michael Damien and his wife. Michael, and we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have Stephen Lang and his wife. She's a fabulous uh, designer for Hollywood. We're gonna have on a whole bunch of really incredible people. He said yes. We're gonna. I know. Oh. Well, I just want to make you sure. Can't tell me, I'm in. We're in. Good. I and it's only. It. It's not about our careers. It's about our private life, our children, our homes. I'll tell you all kinds of private stuff. Good, good, because you know what? But I read a thing saying wait, wait, you wouldn't do a reality show. <laughs> no, no, that's a, it was your tweet yesterday. No, a reality show is stupid and it's an invasion. This is this is to listen. People today don't want to know celebrities for just their work. They want to know them as people because yeah. they are reality show trained. 
So many emails I get. They say, Ron, we love your part of the show because you ask all the personal questions of the stars, and it makes us love them more. Feel, we feel closer to them like they're our friends. And mm -hmm. I agree. In my day, Joan Crawford, if you asked her if she was a dyke, she'd never tell you. Was she? Yes. <laughs> she was, bis on, guys, she was okay. bisexual. She well, was both ways. We have three minutes. I want to do one more because like, this is... Uh, uh, he, uh, I just lost my total train. Okay, so I, I did, uh, you got Mortal Kombat, Iron Man 3, Hunger, Against the Dark, Resident Evil, Extinction, Slaughter of the Innocents, Wyatt Earp, Prom Night, Teen Wolf. Van Wilder, freshman year. Those are like the things that I, like, I've seen that I think are all like really great, especially Love, Slaughter of the Innocents. What That's an old movie. Good for you. Movie. It's an old movie, but I'm old. So, so yeah. do you have a, a certain particular one or two things that are like kind of like your favorite bodies of work that you always want to make sure everybody sees? Uh, no. No? Okay. I've <laughs> got to tell him what I always tell everybody. What? Lauren Bacall. You know who Lauren Bacall is, yep, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. You, do know, you know how to whistle, right? Right, exactly. She said, she said to me, Ron, a movie's only old after you've seen it. So don't ever call any of your films old. They're only old until people have seen them. Everybody needs to see Slaughter of the Innocents, and everybody needs to And it's to a see new film because you have never seen it. But Mortal Kombat, like, because Mortal Kombat basically, like, made you, like, like a cult. I mean, because you have a lot of cult movies that you're, like, the star of, like, these, you know, iconic movies that are, like, like the childhood movies of like people that are grown up now who are like, oh my god, that was like the coolest movie ever. I can't and believe a lot of, this guy. And a lot of people don't get to do movies like that. They do a lot of great work, but they're never in like that film that is like so like iconic. You know, it's kind of like being in the Breakfast Club or something. You know, you're in a movie that's like so iconic that a whole generation. Mortal Kombat. Wait. Touched a lot of people and a lot of generations, uh, but it was a huge pop phenomenon, a cultural phenomenon. And it still is, and I've still got people that are like Johnny Cage, dude. What's going on? And uh, and Johnny you know, Cage Melrose Place was was very much like that as well. I, I really, thought, I love it. I, I don't know what it is. I thought you were like twenty eight years old. That's why I was fascinated when I heard you. You need to put on glasses. No, no, maybe I do, but you look, look how no, young yeah, he you look. look. He looks maybe young. It's a wonderful camera. Yeah, just me. came in from surfing, and I'm red-faced and just oh. got out of the shower, and they, they were like, hey, get on right now. And I'm like, all right. I got, my, uh, I got chicken salad that I'm about to start eating. Uh, That's okay, because we're done. We've got, one, we've got like one minute. Let me just tell everybody. Yeah. I just want to know, what year did you start in the business? Seriously. Uh, well, I went to the Neighborhood Playhouse, which is in New York, where Joanne Woodward went. Right. Uh, I went there in, in 1981. I moved to the city, uh, graduated in 83, and started as a professional actor. Right. How well did you know Joanne? Well. Very well. Yeah. And you knew how gentle she was. Yep. Yep. It, she's, still, she's on my Facebook page. She's still gentle. I love her. All right, everybody, so listen up. This is Lyndon Ashby. Follow him on Twitter, at Lyndon Ashby. Uh, check him out on Instagram, Lyndon underscore Ashby. Make sure to go see Beta Test. When it comes out, it's on Twitter, at Beta Test Movie. Check out all his work. He's fabulous. We want to thank you for getting out of the surf and coming on the show. We really appreciate it. We feel we will, sorry that you had to surf. Well, we will be in touch. Tell your beautiful wife we said hello. We see wanna... you Valentine's Day. I will. Yeah, Valentine's Day, it's a date, okay? Absolutely. Well, you know, we're on Wednesday, so it'll be, I don't know what day Valentine's falls on. 
but it'll be the Wednesday before Valentine's Day. Okay, well, well you got to send me a reminder. Well, I will gonna, send you a reminder. We're Don't sending worry. notices out to everybody. We're, we're booking way ahead. So say hello. Thank you so, so much. We want to thank October Coast for setting this whole thing up and for them getting in touch with you to get, come on with the Eastern Time. We appreciate it. And we'll see you soon. And with everything okay. you got going. Thank you. And I love your name, Lyndon Ashby. What a beautiful name. Is it really your name? Yeah, I'm Clarence Lyndon Garnet Ashby the third. That's I'm too, the third too. That's too much. I like <laughs> Lyndon Ashby. <laughs> I always like my dad's name, which was Garnet. It's so that was good. Name, Lyndon. Thank very you. Nice Bye, Bye everybody. Take care. Enjoy your chicken salad. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Hope you had a good time. Next week, we're going to have on Air Supply. It's going to be a great show. Chad, thank you so much. Everything is fantastic. Later, fellas. Let me know if you like me this way, clean and intelligent. We'll ask CBS. You weren't really that clean. Yes, I was. I, Jimmy, I didn't say anything dirty. I didn't. He stayed pretty clean. We loved it in the chat room. They said, I'll say a great show. Peace out. I was like a, 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 a angel virgin. <laughs> Come up to me and said, Hey mate, wanna go to a party? Party, 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 party.